All right, hello and welcome everyone to week nine of the Off the Turnbuckle podcast. I know it's been a minute. We missed the SummerSlam preview and and a whole lot of well and a whole lot of other stuff in between. So there's a lot to catch up on in the world of wrestling. Um, this week we have a lot of stuff to catch up on in general. Um, I guess we could start with a general SummerSlam recap. Um, I think in a lot of ways, we got some of what we expected and some not what we expected, not what we wanted. I didn't. I see you shaking your head. I'll just, I'll preface any disappointing conversation with this. At 9.30 during SummerSlam, I messaged our group chat and I said, don't be upset when 11 o'clock rolls around and we have to talk about the fact that both Shinsuke uh, well, Shinsuke that was going to lose, and somebody other than Brock wasn't going to win. And sure enough, Shinsuke lost, and Brock retained. So, Listen, I if it's one thing I learned over that SummerSlam weekend, is this. I NXT TakeOver is the show that we need. Forget everything else. <sighs> NXT TakeOver Brooklyn yeah. is the show I mean, that we need. <laughs> NXT in general has been... That has been the one we were waiting for. Yeah, and <laughs> it's amazing, you know, no matter how much talent cycles in and out of NXT, they still are putting on consistently better big shows than the main roster. And I know... Every week. Yeah, I mean, week in and week out, this, the stories that are being told, even what they're doing now with one of the things we have to talk about... Um, is Asuka having to um, relinquish the title due to uh, an injury to her clavicle, I think it is. Um, yeah. So even that, you know, where they could have just played it safe and said, you know what, she's going to hold on to the title. It may not be a long injury. Let's just play this out and see. But no, they had her relinquish, relinquish it immediately, thus freeing up the roster to go back and probably end up with... Um, What's her name? Amber Moon. Yeah. Probably, probably claiming the title. Yeah. Um, I know the, the story that's going around is that they're planning on having the winner of the Mae Young Classic become the NXT Women's Champion, which I think but now is, is, is an interesting loophole that they can... new wrestlers or are there... Um, in the Mae Young Classic? Yeah. Are, are there some... No, there's, there's going to be a combination of... Yeah, it's going to be a combination okay. of their current roster and then a lot of ladies from the independent scene that are going to be coming in to... Um, to, to compete in the Mae Young Classic. So I think that's an interesting... Right. It, it might actually end up being a blessing in disguise for them because they don't yeah. have to use one of the right. existing women in NXT. They can actually tell a whole new story right. um, and give give Amber Moon somebody else to chase maybe for a while longer if they still want to put off her eventual winning of the NXT Women's Championship. I think that's the best route to go because um, Asuka's basically watched everybody... In yeah, that division. So you have to go somewhere now. It's 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 you have to tell some kind of new story. So the May Young Classic is definitely the best route for them to go. Yeah, in that regard, to create different storylines to get new wrestlers involved inside of it, create a new buzz for that division. Because now with Asuka gone, it's like what do you have? <laughs> yeah, and I think I think the interesting thing um, coming out of that is Asuka is just a completely different. He's a monster. <laughs> it's, it, she doesn't fit in so much of what's happening in WWE right now. Because if you look at how many titles have changed hand in the last in hands in the last three or four weeks, because 
going if you go back to even just all of the AJ Styles, Kevin Owens stuff, right? That title is flip flopped about three times in the span of probably four or five weeks. You had Neville dropping the title to Tazawa on the Raw yeah. before SummerSlam, and then reclaiming the title at SummerSlam. You had. Sasha winning the Raw Women's Championship at SummerSlam and then losing it last night um, in the main event. Well, not last night, Monday night in the main event of Raw. Um, You had New Day losing the tag title. So there's all these title changes happening everywhere except with Asuka. And I mean, now she's forced to relinquish the title due to injury, but it's it's just interesting that she is an anomaly in, in, in the entire world of WWE right now. Um, But... I think overall thoughts on SummerSlam for me, um, it became pretty obvious once you got about seven or well six or seven matches in, including the pre-show, that so many titles had switched hands that those last two matches the titles weren't going to switch. Mm. They it it was as much as it seemed likely that okay this was going to be one of those pay-per-views yeah. where everybody lost their titles. Something about it just made me feel like no, they're gonna they're gonna hold back. They're gonna delay the Shinsuke coronation, and we're gonna be stuck with Brock, you know, for a little bit longer. Now, granted, I like that it leads us to Brock versus Braun at No Mercy. Yeah, I was actually gonna say, but I'm I'm cool with that. But in the in the short term, in the moment, it those last two matches were as good as the 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 Fatal Four Way was in terms of the quality of the match itself. The results of those last two matches were very disappointing. I think for a lot. Of fans, and it's not it, what anybody wanted. It's, no, it's SummerSlam. This is our event. Like, yeah, it's it's, a, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. Event. Yeah, like, you're supposed to have. But the they and, that we but, want. Win. but they set it up perfectly. They set yeah, you up to think that yeah. oh yeah everything's gonna change and then yeah, nope 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 mine. y'all get to oh. get stuck with one more at least one more month of Brock and I guess at least one more month of Shinsuke chasing yeah. Jinder Mahal who is just not worthy to be chased but. That's that's a whole other story. This at push, least at least we know this is, has been the most unprecedented push that I have ever seen. Like I still, it's, we're a couple months in, and I still don't understand how he got this push. Like what? I mean, this? we know what it is. It's the fact that they had they have an India tour, and I think Are they, they toy still. Oh yeah, like, I what's mean, going on? There, there's clearly still more to it, and I know, I know they also have a I think a Japanese tour that's coming up. So what they may be doing is. Delaying Shinsuke's winning of the title to the time when they're in the Japanese tour, which is when it would it have the most impact in that market because they just um they just expanded the the network into Japan okay, a few okay. weeks ago, so it kind of makes sense. And it was the same thing. Mahal won the title right when they that launched the network, network. right? But that's the thing. They Mahal got the title right around the time they launched the network in India. So now it's almost like okay, we're probably looking at a similar thing where at some point in the next month or two, yeah. more than likely Shinsuke is going to win but the title, Shinsuke, and then that kind of wrestler where you just put the belt on because oh, we you know we're going in his homeland. No, like but that. I no, but you know this is a guy that you're going to put the right. title on anyway. Mahal well, was that, ah. but. I think Shinsuke is just, they're going to tie it in in a time where it gives them the most impact. Because here's the thing. Wrestling fans are like this. 
once we get to a point where Shinsuke has the belt, we're gonna be fine, you know. We're like it'll right. yeah. it, and once he like, holds I, the belt for at least a couple of months and he has some good feuds, we're gonna look past the fact that he didn't win the title at SummerSlam. We're gonna look, because it's what difference would have what difference would it have made him winning or losing versus Mahal? I mean, in all honesty, he didn't lose clean. He lost because he got distracted by the Singh brothers. I mean, so it's like the enough. story they told yeah, made enough. made enough yeah, sense enough. that okay. And like I said, at the end of the day, we we're easy to please, generally speaking. Yeah. Because once, once Shinsuke has yeah. that title on his shoulder around his waist, we're we're, we'll be fine. Yeah. And that's that's the problem. They know once we get to that point, hey, look, we'll be fine. Once we get to Shinsuke versus AJ, like, I'm cool with everything. Like, <sighs> well, I'm cool with we'll, that. We, we, uh, we wait know, and see. I'm good with all of that. We wait Let's and see. Well, right? here's the thing. If we here's the thing. If we get Shinsuke versus AJ at WrestleMania for that title, I hope to God y'all know that we're getting Roman Reigns versus Brock for the other one. And and even, we'll have to point, we'll have to like, suffer through. I've accepted that up to this point. Like, All right, cool. And you'll have to know that Roman like, versus Brock would be the main event, and not Shinsuke versus AJ. They might steal the show, but hey, Roman and Brock hey, would be the main event. Hey, they would be the show closers. C- CM Punk never main evented. So what? I'm a. It's yeah, and I, I still have I now. still have problems like, with that, but yeah, that's well, that's besides why, the point. Why expect much now? <laughs> All right, so so let's fast forward. Well, just generally speaking, what were your thoughts on SummerSlam before we jump into Raw and SmackDown this week? It, it it's it's not like the SummerSlams of old. Like I for me, I, I I placed a lot of expectation around the SummerSlam because we suffered through so many subpar main event. I mean, pay per views up to this point, and it. Because I said such a lofty goal, it, it it didn't really live up to that throughout the card. Yeah, you know, it's see, this is the a issue. A lot of the matches I, I was iffy on. Yeah, this is the issue with with even with the smart wrestling Shinsuke fans. Shinsuke right? and Mahal match like it wasn't a, like, it wasn't impressive nah, at all. But I mean, Mahal isn't really impressive in right, the ring, and so it's kind of like so much for your chopping. Like not even Shinsuke could make you look good. In yeah, that, that does like, say a lot about Mahal though. That does that right. even Shinsuke couldn't bring a, right. a decent. <laughs> Or a high quality match out of him because the match was 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 good for what it was. Yeah. But I think this is the this is one of the problems with wrestling fans, right? You start to think about all of the potential outcomes of a situation, and once you get into that thought process, nothing that happens is going to be good enough because nah. if what you thought about happens. You oh. might be like, oh, well, okay, we saw that coming. Yeah. And if it doesn't happen, then it's like, well, this is not what I wanted. Right. And there, I'm, therefore, yeah. I'm not happy. So it's almost like we're, we're uh, an, an, uh, an eternally, we're you know, we're an eternally we're peeved bunch of people it, right? because yeah, we're, we're never satisfied or happy with what the end result ends up being, yeah, regardless look, of how good or bad it is, quote unquote. If I have any suggestion for the WWE, is this. Please, for God's sake, do not put any more summer slams both after NXT takeover for God's sake. Well, no, it's like, always gonna be that way though. Like, but no, I think that for me that added to the fact that oh my God, SummerSlam is not gonna live up to this because I like watch. But that's NXT, been the case. NXT, t- but okay, that's, that's like, been the case from Brooklyn one though. It's from true. from the first takeover I, that they had in Brooklyn. But I feel like I was all still, of these okay, pay per views. Yeah, but Summer, all Summer of these pay per views. Well, it's only been two. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, still. other than this one, so it's been three in total. But nonetheless, I mean, yeah, ever since that first. Brooklyn takeover. Any pay per view that's followed the the, the uh, an NXT takeover event has had a but, tough act to follow, I, uh, and and it's been straight through. Listen, and I, it's clearly not going to change. I understand that, but this this one, like the one that just went, like yeah, but takeover. I have like, takeover before Mania was better than Mania. No, I understand that, but it, so it's, it's this like it's, 
Brooklyn three, like Brooklyn three. I left me speechless, like from start to end. Like I was amazed by every single match yep. that happened that yep. night. Yep. Like, well, that is what I want from a paper. For at least that's what I want. Okay, but here's the thing, right? And this is this is this is this is the point I'll have to bring up, right? You have that. You have both. You get to have both. You get to have. You know, I'm a fickle fan. I want it all. Yeah, ah, welcome <laughs> Ricardo. He just joined yeah, us. He, coming he just, in, he just stepped in. We're talking about SummerSlam. Just kind of giving NXT. Our, but our thoughts on <laughs> yeah. SummerSlam in general, which led to Javon talking about how you know his um, it doesn't compare. It yeah, does it just it doesn't compare. compare. But like I told like, him, if you go back to the first Brooklyn Takeover event, any main roster pay-per-view that's had to follow any of those takeover events going back to Brooklyn one has had a tough act to follow but I think as wrestling fans think about it this way if you if you rewind six years you didn't have NXT you didn't have a takeover so therefore I hate to be on the WWE side so to speak with this but it's like enjoy your takeover you're getting what you want and then enjoy SummerSlam for getting some of what you want I feel like that's such a compound though you can't like, have it all. I've, I've, I've been on. hearing that argument for quite some time, but what, what what pisses me off about it is, and I hate to put it like this, NXT makes it look so easy. Ah, thank it you. It makes you think that WWE could deliver this quality product Re- day in and day like, out. Like, what, what is such the big difference? Like, Why so, can't you so do this? So just be patient. What is there to be patient? Be you patient. Have, be patient for the moment. Than super, you be, have more refined superstars that are on the main uh, roster. You, you know so what I'm going to So if that's do. the case... You have cal- guys and caliber, the AJ Styles, Hold on. John Cena. What's the, what's the difference between NXT and Raw and SmackDown? Development? No. What? What's the main difference? One is on the network, one no. is on the One has Vince as the primary guy in charge, and the other oh, well, has Triple yeah. H. Yeah. So you just have to be patient. You do have that. So, in I mean, other words, what you're I telling guess, me is I have to wait for right. this guy, though. As we I mean, put it, uh, over. I, I, guess, I mean, there's, I don't, I that's that's a very insensitive I, way to put it. I see where but that, at the same Alexis time, is coming from. I mean, I mean, just to put it in perspective, I want this is an interview I saw with um AJ Styles where he talked about is he wish he had went to NXT first because there's such a lack of room for failure on the main roster and such a steep learning curve that. He wished that he had the opportunity, and he said he recommends any I, new person to go, to go through NXT, even though he didn't go through it. I get he the had re- to learn on the fly. Okay, I, this is what Vince likes. Okay, this is what I need to do. Okay, this is these are the, the recommendations. But AJ on. is the wrong one to make that recommendation. I mean, because I agree. He came straight to I the main roster and he's a hit. I agree, but and he, it's, he, it's, he stated it's that different. numerous times. But I can see where he's coming from because he's a guy who has he's wrestled all over the world. So it's true. he's not, you know, somebody who is a twenty a, a something. I get it. Anybody who's just starting out, fine. But even when you look at guys like Rude, Rude stayed in NXT for what a year, a little less than a year before they moved yeah. up to the main roster. So I think depending on who you are, where you are in your career, what your level of familiarity is, because AJ is not completely unfamiliar with WWE. He was there in developmental way back when it was either. Um, Ohio Valley Wrestling or Florida Championship Wrestling. So he's he's relatively familiar. He's not completely blindsided by what it is to be in WWE. But at the same time, at this point, man, he's, this guy's been around the block no, a million times. That, I mean, all, that is I, fair Brandon, ab- yeah. all that is fair and absolutely true, but the point still remains. You could develop... You, I mean, you could deliver a quality product on a WWE network. You do that every week with NXT. 
I mean, some of the story storylines, uh, you know, things that we could look beyond. But when you look at the last pay per view, Takeover, yeah, mm-hmm. it was a quality show. Then you turn it to SmackDown. I mean, not SmackDown. SummerSlam, where you had a, a, a rush on talent. Like everybody is up and down that roster. Is yeah. just pure talent. Why is it so difficult to deliver a quality show? Now the the you know, only the, thing. I would say what at least the, the lean more on the WWE side on this is that I feel like the NXT crowd is much easier to please than the main roster mm-hmm. crowd in, in in certain aspects. I, think I so. feel like sometimes I, I feel I agree like NXT. That. I feel sometimes I feel like the this full is awesome sales for crowd anything. likes the product because it's NXT. They know the product. Yeah, like, I, I have to agree with you on that. I think. I mean, that's the if I, I were to bring an argument, that would probably be the only crowd thing. to please. But even even that. Still, like, but that does not dictate what goes down in the ring. The problem with the main roster, SmackDown and Raw, it's the in-ring work. It's not the crowd reaction. I mean, with the with the debut of Bobby Roode, I I I wanted that to happen in front of a smarter wrestling crowd. A crowd True. that was spawning, you know, yeah. be, like, yeah, be yeah. interested. Yeah, that, that Brooklyn, that Brooklyn crowd was nah, was that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. The whole beach ball thing, that's a whole. It's a whole different thing altogether, but I think you know. I don't know. I I get, I get it right, but I do agree to some extent that, in terms of the idea of getting over, which is half of the, it's it's not just about the mm. ring work. It's your ability to get over with fans, and I think when you think about that, it's easier to get <laughs> well, over with NXT fans <laughs> than it is well, to get well, over with yeah, yeah. the main roster fans. So I mean. I think that's that. I think that's a fair point. I mean, I, yeah, it is a fair point, and I could see that, and that's the. I, I'll accept now, that, right? But, but at the same time, that again, I'm gonna, have, but no, the difference. The same talent to do that, like you just the, don't push. But here's the difference talent. between no, but there's a difference between NXT and the main roster. Is this the main roster always seems to be more concerned about the stories outside of the ring than the wrestling inside of the ring. And that's what wrestling, that's half of what wrestling is, is about what goes on outside of the ring. And when you consider the time constraints and the fact that essentially Raw and SmackDown are just ads for whatever the next pay-per-view is. And in a lot of ways, that's how they treat it. So it's almost like, you know, you you go through Raw and SmackDown so you get these little moments, these little nuggets that you can then dump in the video package and then promote the the pay-per-view. Right, and so when you look at it like that, then that is why like it's so different. Because with NXT, even though ring. even though they're telling stories, there's so much more freedom to tell those stories in the ring. And because it's developmental, you need to see these guys and girls in the ring as much as possible in order to 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 be able to see if they're ready for the next level. And so it makes sense that you know it's more focused on the wrestling part because i feel like wwe's perspective is and i'll i could be wrong in this but it feels like their perspective is either you have promo skills or you don't and i think they'll just let you sink or swim on that side of it and they want to see where the wrestling is in nxt and you can see it with you can see it with roman reigns which we're gonna get to i think in short order but when you think about it i mean that's I think that's the main difference because NXT is more interested in telling stories in the ring and the main roster is more interested in telling stories outside of the ring. You see it with characters like um, Finn Balor with the Demon King. You see it with characters like Bray Wyatt with mm. the whole cult leader personality thing. It's it's always more geared towards that because the big in ring story is going to be told at the pay per view. 
Where and so that's Agreed. that's Agreed. that's the way Bad it works. Day. So you spend less time in the ring in the lead up, and then you get the full main product when you get in the ring at the pay per view. Mm. Now I can't argue on that. Yeah. That, that, while that, 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 we're mentioning Roman Reigns, let's just transition into Raw and SmackDown this week, and let's start with I guess what is probably the biggest story on Raw in probably the last I would say six to eight months. Outside of the ascent of um, Braun Strowman, this Roman Reigns, oh, John Cena, okay. yeah, man, there's, there's right. nothing more important right now. Right. Um, I hate to put it like this. I never been more happy Samoa Joe get injured in my life. <laughs> <laughs> in my life. Let me oh, tell man. you, right, because the program was supposed to be Joe and Cena, yeah. according oh, to oh, it was according yeah. to rumors. That's what the um, that's what the plan was supposed to be. Was supposed to be. John Cena versus Samoa Joe oh, and, a, and a delay that. of Samoa. that feud. Now, let me tell you something. There's a lot of talk going on online, whether this was, you know, a shoot, a work, a work shoot. I don't care what it was. That 15 to 17 minutes on Monday Night Raw of John Cena essentially ethering Roman Reigns Listen. was probably the best segment Listen. on Raw the entire year, bar none. And that's including... Strowman turning over the ambulance. That's including every time that he broke the ring with somebody. That, that was top-notch work. And it proves why, as much as people like to hate on Cena, Cena is by far, inarguably, the best wrestler of the last 15 to 20 years. He's the best wrestler of his generation. Part-time or no part-time. It, it, it doesn't matter because... And, and that's the thing. And, and WWE is so silly. They posted like a five-minute... Um, abbreviated version. Just run the whole thing, cause like on right. Tuesday morning, trying to find the full clip on YouTube was a nightmare because they WWE only put up five the five minute um, synopsis of it, and it was hard to find the full thing. But eventually, I found it and I sent it to you guys because that was just that's the best promo since the pipe was and I don't care what anybody says. As much as the WWE tries to you know, like push this narrative that it was scripted. I don't I don't buy that. I for think it a partially second. was. I believe that they were told like, okay, this is okay. You can do this. You can run with yeah, that. But I, I don't feel like they were told like, okay, say this or say that. Or make sure you add this talk in. No. Right. I feel like everything it, that was said was a shoot. And Roman was completely unprepared for what John Cena was about to throw at him. Yeah. I think he legitimate like I, I think know, I, ne- I don't know. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but it I felt, never watched you know what a wrestler like? have to stop and actually collect himself. Yeah. To figure out, wow, what, how do I even call no, it? There was just so much. Li- so I, much. I, I, lines, I, think, man. I think to an extent it was scripted. Not scripted word for word, but scripted in the point that these are the points that we have to cover. Mm-hmm. Get yeah. from this spot to the next spot. Now, the beauty of the situation is John Cena put real emotions into this. Yeah, he wanted definitely. to get everything definitely. he could have uh, gotten out of this, and he wanted to egg Roman Reigns on. Yeah. So definitely. that's exactly what he did. Everything he fired, that was personal. Yeah. John Cena like, made this absolutely man, personal. Look, he called him a fake corporate made John Cena Cena bootleg. bootleg. He told what? him, you know, you want to come out here, and it's like, this is your the, your first solid promo in five years, and Fox. I'm still going to destroy you. Fox. Like, everything that he said was just... It's like you sitting down and you you watching uh 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 um, He even shoot on his um the the suspension that he had that actually led to him they, having the US title and he's feeling an like it was too. a demotion. I was like Look, wow everything that he said and like I said, I think they kinda gave them 
I, you know what it felt like? It felt like uh, an old Attitude Era promo. It yeah. felt like, okay, yeah. these are the parameters you guys can operate in. Do you? We're not going to give you a word-for-word verbatim script. Exactly. But this is the parameters you have. Go. And Cena had, he had Roman oh shook. Like, completely shook. I'm like, because he couldn't, when, when he went, and he was like, firstly, you know, you suck. And then he had to go to the second point, and he's right. like, he was fight, he was fighting to find what where he was supposed Sean to go. Cena. And Cena was like, "Oh no, I'll Come give you time. On. Find it. It's okay." And he he sits and he rests his shoulders on Roman. Like this dude is it's like, straight killing. It's, 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 it's called right the now. promo. You're gonna yeah. have to learn to do it if you want to be the top. Look, I'm like, Jesus oh, Christ. not just that. What's that? On? That what? the reason I'm still here is because you can't do your job. Look, I understand that Roman eventually caught himself and he came back fairly strong. I, no, I believe no, no, he came back weak because the fact that you're going everything like I keep saying, everything that John Cena said in that moment was like completely personal. Like you could take it Headshots. outside of the ring, Headshots. and yeah. it would fit. Right? Like I, I, like, I, I said, everything he said to John Cena was just wrestling related. I don't know if I said John this. Cena questioned his mm-hmm. mind. Right? I don't it know. Is right. I don't know if I said His this in the group, but I'm like, you understand? Like, I'm like, question who he is. This is the kind of promo where, where I have to tell, like, if I was Roman, I have to tell John Cena, no, don't do it. We after yeah. this, we have to square up. Like after this, no. And, and, like, and that's why I think I think the table toss at the end was not scripted at all. No, I think I feel like that's I think that all he was could do. Roman's frustration like, boiling up, and at this I point, that was the only thing he could do. But I would say this though, I feel like Roman at that point, Roman just said, "Screw everything, I'm just gonna try and be myself." Yeah. At that point, what I think he needs to do more often, just be you. You're not this guy that panthers to the crowd and cares that no, you're. But be that's the thing, I, a dude that you can actually be. I think the best thing about the best thing about Roman in that promo was there is there's a subtlety there that can lead to a continuation of this kind of almost heel. Not not full fledged old school wrestling heel, but that towing the line um, of you know the kids can still like him a yeah. little bit, but he's operating in a space where essentially he still is the biggest heel in the company, mm-hmm. and right. they get to play both sides of the fence right. to like, their benefit. Like even a tweet he had is like where people were um, basically they went around interviewing people. Okay, why don't you like Roman Reigns? And he basically tweeted, "Okay, kids." Would you rather be the guys in this video? Go up to be the guys in this yeah. video, or go up to be like yeah. me? And it, this, stuff, this, stuff like yeah, that. he's <laughs> he's towing the line, and, and they're clearly letting him. And I think they're finally moving away from this idea that he's supposed to be this clean cut Hulk Hogan style baby ah. face. And I think they're gonna let him operate in a more. But I think the company's already made that clear. I think the only holdback in that regard is, of course, Vince McMahon. Yeah. Because the way Roman Reigns dealt with this situation, if you paid attention closely to that promo. You would realize when he started to fire back with the curse words. Yeah, it was natural. Right, yeah. that was ah, Roman. That's exactly. him. Like that was it wasn't. Him. It wasn't. Was Roman Reigns' character. Even, right. even the response on Twitter to me that make that seems like a more natural response for who that guy right. is. And because, in all honesty, the the line I was looking for was when he said, "I'm the one guy you can't bury." Right. And so it's like, no, you tapping into this idea that yes, you are the corporate. Yeah, he box, knows exactly. Right, he knows what it is. Thing. Yeah. and he and could so, you, see. Roman Reigns is in a position... Let me see the last wrestler that was like this. I think the closest we ever got to this is when Triple H was... Oh, my God, I'm getting married to Stephanie. I basically run this company. Right, I can yeah, do what yeah, I yeah. want. 
That was the last time he was in a predicament like this. And after a while, wrestling stopped trying to present the feud of just Triple H being the top wrestler. To the reason I'm the top wrestler is because I'm married to the boss's daughter, and I'm gonna take advantage of that. Agreed. Beforehand, I, it was just Triple yeah. H being Triple H. Bearing everybody with no point, no understanding as to why with it's working the way it is. Shovel and I think that's, that's exactly the line that Roman needs to play. Like he, he, they need to let him be free. Like be you. Because at be some point he's Don't gonna, be. at some point he's gonna have to come to that conclusion. And I think WWE this week after right. the reaction that they saw from Monday Night Raw, they have to conclude on right. themselves and say, I you know what? Say, Cena tried to push that out of him. Like at, at, as much as the stuff that Cena said rang true and came from the his. A place uh, that of him. Mm-hmm. It, all of that was okay. Do it. Be you. Like this is what you need to do. Yeah. And I'm going to try and get it out of you. you. Like if you're going to be to be the one to replace me, you have to do yeah. this. So Cena just was like, you know what? I know they gave us a script in the back there, right? But I can push this guy because nobody right now can interfere with this moment and stop me. So I'm gonna put you in the spot and I either you man up or step aside, like he said. And that's it. But uh, it, it, it was a beautiful promo. It was a beautiful. <sighs> Reaction, I like the way it played up on Twitter, on social media. It's the best I've seen it in quite some time. Like like he said, the best and CM Punk's pipe bomb. Yeah. Like, it, it really was. And uh, like I said, I hate to see the fact that it was because Samoa Joe got injured. But I think this yeah, is a good feel. And I just hate the fact. I, I, I told my uh, brother this because I wasn't uh, watching Raw at the moment yeah, it happened. Yeah. Uh, you guys uh-huh. hit me and was like, Cena literally yeah. killed Roman yes, Reigns right now. Tune into that. So I immediately I ran to YouTube yeah. and I tried to find a clip and when I found it, I played it. Me and my brother were sitting there and I'm like, wow, yeah. this, <laughs> this right here. <laughs> they let and them, and they the crazy thing about it is like, I st- stopped watching for a bit but I said, uh, let me let me let me make sure I, I catch I catch the scene in Roman you know, segment. Just, you know what's so sure funny about this? Like, I just what? hate the fact that it's gonna get wasted a, a B list pay per view. Here's the oh, thing, though. Oh my but God. that okay, promo yeah. was that's, But that's yeah. the conversation that we need to have. Is okay. We can say that it's 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 the Joe injury, right? But there's other things they could have done with Cena in the moment, and I think I think for better or worse. This match was happening before WrestleMania because the fact that Brock won at SummerSlam and Roman was the one that he pinned means that we're still getting Brock versus Roman for the title at Mania mm. in some way, shape, or form. Whether it's another multi-man match, whatever it is, I think that's what we're cycling around back to. So I think this match was inevitably going to happen before Mania just because of that being in the yeah. background. They still want that Roman beating Brock at WrestleMania moment. They want it. For whatever reason, they still want it. So, when you consider that that part of it, you know, okay, fine. The other part of it is, clearly, John Cena is at a point where he is going to be off of television more than he's going to be, well, off of WWE television more yeah. than he's going to be on. And so, it's the same way you had the Shinsuke match. I think they're at a stage where let's get in all of these big money matches, regardless of whether it's going to be on a regular episode of SmackDown like it was with Shinsuke or on a B-level pay-per-view like No Mercy like it's going to be with Roman and maybe they'll have um, another match or two after that. Maybe the final match in this feud will be at um, Survivor Series. But nonetheless, I think we as wrestling fans, especially the the subset that have hated on John Cena for such a long time, you know, this is the time to appreciate these moments because this is what John can do. Right, he can take guys who need to be elevated and just need that one. Now, granted, Roman is not that type of guy, 
But he can make big moments with just about anybody. He needed this. Yeah. Like, this is the kind of promo. Who? John? No, Roman. Like, right. He, yeah, and even, even though he even though he fumbled with it a little bit, yeah. he did need something of this level. Now, I'm hoping that they continue the subtlety of the... the uh, because, see, the difference between him and John and the way they react to the, the back and forth in the crowd is that Cena always smiles through it. And they tried that at first with Roman, and the fans are just like, no, screw that. We still lean into you. <laughs> and so what you find is he is now moving into the snarling and whatever, to yeah. hell with y'all. And, like, Cena was always, you know, you're the fans. You pay. You get to share. You get to boo. You guys do whatever you want. You're, you know, you're the paying customer. I'm fine with that. But Roman is like, y'all don't even know what y'all mad for. I've had, and, and that's the thing. You know, as, as limited as his promo skills can still be, Roman has had probably the best series of pay-per-view matches in the company in the last two to three years. Again, I hate to bring it full circle to the debate we had with NXT just now. But again, the second Vince McMahon lightens up the reins, pun intended, Mm -hmm. Roman steps into a spot where he becomes naturally what he can be. Mm -hmm. Same thing we see the difference between the main roster and NXT. Mm -hmm. The second Mm -hmm. Vince McMahon takes that step back, Mm -hmm. wrestlers become what they naturally can be. Mm -hmm. That's the problem with Roman Reigns is because Vince treats this like a pet project, right. something that he has to yep. move from one step to the next. Like That with, is what it's holding like, Roman back. Let's see how long it takes for me to get this to actually work. Right. In actually and it's because he's stubborn because he is the god of wrestling, he's of not. booking. He's not. No, but I mean, that's how he sees himself. Mm-hmm. He's He's been the longest, he's the longest tenured owner, producer, booker of any wrestling company federation program in history. So, of course, he thinks himself as that. He was the one that switched the business from being territorial to being national. He's the one who took it from, oh, we're just this little promotion down, you know, in in on the East Coast and in, and, and a little bit into the South. And he took it, he took it national. He took it international. So, in his mind, he's always going to think of himself that way. So, you're not, we're never going to get away from that until he either is physically or mentally definitively incapable of doing it. Or he's just not alive, and that's it's sad that that's where we are. But that's the truth of it. Now, the interesting thing about that is, and it's a segue into not quite as important a story, but a similar problem that they're having right now. With example, somebody like Jason Jordan, who they're clearly trying to put into this babyface role, and I keep see I I keep seeing the reference to Jason Jordan right now is blue chip or Rocky Maivia all over again. Right, has all the physical talent, yeah. um, has the look, has the in-ring ability, just is not believable as this happy-go-lucky smiling baby face. And people in 2007, like if they weren't into it in 1996, 97 with The Rock, they're definitely not going to be into it in 2017 with anybody. That you're just this, you know, I'm happy to be here. I'm not. No, they need to. Whether it's abrupt or subtle, they need to shift him into taking advantage of the fact that his father is, Correct. his storyline father <laughs> is the general manager of Raw, and he needs to turn heel. I don't care how they do it, but that character is not going to get over as currently constructed, and it's the same thing. You can't just push this guy as, you know, this smiling, all-American, you know, baby face. That's not going to work. 
is the same issue in a, in a different way with Shinsuke. You have Shinsuke as just another guy right. in a random tag team match on on SmackDown with ah, him so and, and him and Randy against um, Rusev he and Mahal. last night though. He did though. Yeah. I mean, and clearly we're gonna get that. I guess as a it, number it, one contender. It, it is a number one contender yeah, match. They already announced it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Next week, right? Mm. So, but I mean, we already know where that's going. Rusev is gonna interfere and continue uh, uh, his feud yeah. with whether physically and Boy, whatever. What they doing a justice to Rusev? Shinsuke is gonna come out of that as a normal contender, but they've still treated this dude who clearly showed in NXT that he is a like megawatt superstar who should be treated similarly to the way you would treat a John Cena, that you would treat a Brock Lesnar, but he should be a special attraction. Now, granted, he's younger, granted, he's newer in the company, both even if you consider his time in NXT, but nonetheless, he is that level of a superstar, and they're treating him as just another guy. And, and it, it, you see it all around the main roster. There, there's just this constant, you know, misuse of of talent in a lot of ways. And as I, I, I told all you guys around. last night, the issue, the, my biggest issue with 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 the main roster right now is they have no mid card. Like, you have guys who should on which be, show? On either show, they have no no respectable he, I can get and, into this kind of mid-card because yeah. on SmackDown you have AJ and K who should be main event level stars fighting over a mid-card title. Right. You yeah. have mm-hmm. um the Miz who's arguably been the best old school style heel in the last year. Um, that's probably, what I'm saying. To the credit of Miz, he's carried that entire division. So right now WWE is yes. working with the impression that I could toss anybody with to the Miz, but Miz, and, Miz it'll work. and it'll work. And I mean, I hate to put it, it's been it's working. It's been working. To the point that even we are upset because Miz is upset that he was on the pre-show for SummerSlam. Yeah. When you say to yourself, well, I know a lot of other mid-carders that get that treatment. Mm-hmm. Right. But technically, we treat as fans, we treat him as a superstar because to us, he's the best heel yeah. on the NWE yeah. right now. He's the best heel that's being booed for being a heel and not being Legitimate. booed because this is a baby face that nobody wants to get behind. Right. Like, he he gets heel heat the way a heel is supposed to get it. Yeah. And it's almost like I you, we respectfully boo him because it's like we respect the work that he's doing to get over as a heel. But, man, that dude needs... Like, it sucks that he's on Raw because there's no way for him to get into the main event scene. But he has been doing the level of work that would be fitting of a main event That's star. what he did on SmackDown when he was there. Like, I... Oh, he was the perfect was money somebody, in the bank winner. He was the perfect one. I was telling somebody yesterday, we, we won't start to respect Miz until, until he... Not only that, until he does magic with Jeff Hardy over the next coming weeks. That... Look, the fact that you break see, up the Hardy I, I boys for this, this, I talked about this. Well, they're like, not broken up yet. I, I want to see where this is going. But yes, but yeah, it's leading the part. It's leading because I imagine Jeff is going to win the title. If not, if not on Monday coming, if they if they push it back because Miz is now saying, well, oh, how could he be the number one contender? He only won one match, so they may push that match back a little bit right. further. But I think the idea behind that is really good because you have Jeff, who's believable as an IC singles contender because he was a world champion in right. his first round with. WWE and he was a multiple time intercontinental champion as well so he makes sense which is good foil for the Miz because you have somebody who is respectable as a singles wrestler can go in the ring has a lot of backstory that can kind of be played around with and that's going to be a really good feud and I guess that's like every Miz feud has been except for Dean Ambrose because Dean Ambrose has been you sucks know, yeah, well, I was gonna say that, but I didn't want to. But nonetheless, except for when he's with Seth Rollins, not, 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 not now, not now, not now, not now. It's cool, it's cool. No, but as a side note, 
one more note on SummerSlam. Outside of the Fatal 4-Way, the best two matches on that SummerSlam card were New Day versus Usos on the pre-show, like which I might said, have been the best match like of I the said, night. The and, and Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose versus Cesaro and Sheamus. Yeah. Those two matches, if you... I you have to give the four the fatal four way top billing because it was an excellent match. They made Braun look hella strong, and be at, behind that the next two top matches were New Day versus Usos. Yeah. That and we've complained about the tie team division, but I think we're in a place now where we're gonna have some really good feuds on both sides. Yeah. And I think when whenever AOP comes up, whenever sure. Dash and Dawson decide that they don't want to be injured anymore. We have some really good potential in both tie team divisions coming down the pipeline, I think. But that was just my last note on SummerSlam that outside of that fatal four where your best two matches were the two tie team title matches. And I don't care what you say. I don't care. Don't you can't say that often. Yeah, you can't say that often. I have my issues with the Usos, but, but they did really well over. Yeah, that match was, that was fire. Even better than off his opinion, but hey. Yeah. I mean, no, but that match. Yeah, that match, that match was still lit. But... So I think we kind of mostly caught up on Raw, except for the Sasha Banks, Alexa Bliss. Makes no sense. Yeah. It does. Go they're, ahead. They're, tell, yeah. they're continuing to tell the same story, which is that Sasha can't defend the title. Yep. And well, it's, what I think is going to tell the story. Tell the story and, turn. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like, but you, you tell the story. No, 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 no. How no. six feuds you going to do this with? <laughs> no, because now, now her, her heel turn is still... Whether we like it or not, her heel turn is still going to be based around Bailey. Yeah, you might as well it. get oh, I, get it in it. your skull that that is what There's, it's going to right? be. That it's, is what the heel turn is going to be based on. It's going to be between. It's going to be her and Bailey. That's where it's going to come shifted, down to. They shifted her to Nia, so Sasha can have room to play around with Bailey. Well, Bailey, them, ba- the thing is, Bailey's out injured right now. So whenever that, when eventually she comes back, right? But, that, so, that's that's what we're going to get to, though. I can see a triple threat match for the title coming down the line. Probably at no mercy for the but, for the women's for the women's title. What with Nia, yeah, Sasha and, and Alexa, uh huh. Right, I can see it leading from there. I don't know. I don't but know if, if Nia if, gets if the, they're gonna the keep, win. If yet, they want to keep but, the title on Alexa, that is the way they do it. Right, by having it be a triple threat at no mercy, because there's there's not really any believable way that Alexa beats no. <laughs> Nia Jax. But in I would say I was, match. I was if it wasn't a gimmick match or if it wasn't a a. a, a a Surprised match. by Alexa, she has improved in the ring. I have yeah, to man. give her that. She has improved in I mean, the she's ring. She's in there with Sasha. Sasha, Sasha, Sasha goes in the ring. So she is going to be a top female wrestler in the company for quite some time. Quite, yeah, yeah. She's she's going to. She may actually next to Charlotte. She may be the second best yeah. of this generation, and that's that's interesting to say. Get it? Given that you have t- Sasha, and, and given that you have Asuka. No, yeah. but in terms of right now on the main, yeah. if you're looking at Jess, who's on the main roster, yeah. You, we may look back at this span, and she may be in the top three, which which would have been inconceivable a year ago. I mean, personally, I don't feel yeah. like they give Becky enough dupe on the show, at least time to shine. But I mean, that's because Becky is the female Sami Zayn. That's just me, and I hate that. Can I have they're in the, exa- too? They're like, in the exact I, same I space. That. The the, like, the smart fans love them, geez. but they're not given anything of real value to chew into because if Becky's not in a feud with one of the other four horsewomen, and if Sami Zayn isn't in a feud with KO, and even they are they are non-existent, they're irrelevant outside probably, of those two sets of feuds. That's to spin. Am I wrong? Probably you're like that's two, how, that's how two weeks ago. Because I'm sitting right. here thinking in my mind, the last time I saw Sami Zayn on TV was Kevin Owens asking him, "Do you want to be?" And even referee? to yep. speak on that. 
Kevin actually made a shoot where it's like, I know you haven't been doing a lot lately. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, but it's true. Like, what is, what what is Sammy been doing? <laughs> I mean, Sammy was another one who could have benefited from any uh, at this the point. The U.S. title. But no, He's anybody could have benefited from being money in the bank winner more than Corbin, given now that it's been wasted. And I thought that maybe they were, they were going to play up the angle of, oh, his shoulders weren't down, but clearly that was just a mistake. And yeah. that's that. They're not going to that. They clearly are 100 percent moving on from Baron Corbin. Maybe he gets into the the U.S. title feud once KO moves into whatever this is that's happening with Shane. Yeah, I think that's but, the they're out there going with that. I mean, fine, whatever. Like, I am not in on Baron Corbin ah. the way you guys were, so y'all know where I stand on that. Yeah. I feel like they wasted the opportunity at a hardcore. They like, I, I don't even understand what's the point anymore. They complete. I, I've, I've never seen something like this before in my life. I feel like you, that was the start went, where you knew SummerSlam was going to get you the whack. But I, I him, him failing at the cash-in is what, yeah. to me, was the the dog whistle for Shinsuke losing at SummerSlam. Because the Shinsuke win was only going to be... was only going to matter if he was cashed in cash on, in. and he still had to go back to chasing the title and back into the feud with Corbin. Other than that... Him and Mahal going back and forth. Nobody cares. Nobody because nobody cares about Mahal. And so like, I don't think you the, get I don't know how much I don't get with the main event. Was oh time. man, it's just it <laughs> like sucks. I really, I really, I think I watch to see what's going on with AJ. No, I could uh, to it, see it, where they're going with Bobby Roode, and that's it. What's so <laughs> weird, right? <laughs> like that's it. Before what, what before before WrestleMania, like right I have after a, the I last have an opinion on that too. I thought SmackDown was the better show. SmackDown got more talented since then. I mean, when you minus the fact that they just lost John Cena in yeah. the last two weeks. Uh-huh. They were the more talented roster. They were. In terms of top stars. Mm-hmm. How in the world did it get so bad so fast? I don't... Like, how did this happen? You have Shinsuke, you have AJ Styles, you had John Cena, you have Baron Corbin, you have uh, Sami Zayn, you have uh, Kevin Owens. How did it get this bad? I... Did them all has had the belt for three months now. Before you, ca- I was no, just. No, it's not three. He's had it, it for four. Like, yeah. yeah. I was just. No, was he's had it since. When did he win it? At the beginning so, of this part. WrestleMania was how April. How is Jinder still holding this belt? won it the month after. So he would have won it in May. So he's had it all of May, all of June, all of July, all of August. Oh yeah, because and and and, and I don't know. No Mercy is the next pay per view. Not a Raw one. So we're gonna get. He's he would have had the belt by the time he gets this next defense. How long I think does this for India almost five months. extend? Like let it go. I already go. told you. I know, but it's God, wh- let it go. Whenever <laughs> they switch from, whenever they go into the Japanese store, that is going to be when Shinsuke wins the title. I'm sorry, that's just what it's going to be. So that that's that's the business side of 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 wrestling that gets unbearable <sighs> sometimes because you wish that that wasn't the case, but clearly that's what it is. Now. There were all these rumors going on about there being a superstar shakeup. It doesn't seem like it's going to happen. It seems like they actually decided to be. Um, patient and let maybe it run through until Thank post you. WrestleMania. We did get the Bobby Roode call up. Um, who else came up? Shel- I mean, Sheldon Benjamin. Sheldon Benjamin came well, back. Came Cena moved over to Raw. Raw, and I think that's that's really it for the moves that we're gonna have right now. I imagine we're gonna have maybe one or two more call ups in the next couple of months. Probably AOP at some point. Um, something along those lines, I would imagine. I'm Asuka just saying when she's healthy. I'm just saying I've been calling for the Oscar move for months now. They waited until I get until we got in this position 
to make the announcement that she's relinquishing the title and then she's gonna <laughs> it pissed me off that happened this way. Yeah. Wait, because of injury? Yes. I would have I yeah, my of my, own will like, like, if, hey. if he jumped back a few months, my idea was to have her do the Medusa and throw the NXT title in the trash because she's defended against any and all comers in NXT and there's nothing it else to, nothing. to accomplish and it means nothing to her at this point. She needs a new challenge. And so that that was always my perfect world booking for her because you set her up as this heel because she's unbeatable. It doesn't make sense for her to be a face. And she doesn't talk much. So it's like it's, it's a perfect situation to bring her up as a heel on that kind of a note. You disrespect NXT, which is like beautiful because then she can feud with any face on either roster because They're all of those NXT. girls have come from NXT. And they support it. Right. Yeah. And so it, it, it would have been it would have worked perfectly. I even hope that they would have held kept had her hold on to the title. Now, I don't know how long they said she's going to be out. And maybe that's a part of it. Maybe she's going to be out so long weeks. that it's not. See, but to me, that's manageable, though, because you tape episodes. Like, to me, that, I thought it was manageable that they could keep her with the title for another month or two if she was. And it's like, how about next yeah. comparator come from the May Young uh, classic? But like I said, I think. I think what the rumor going around now is that whoever wins the Mayon Classic is going to be the next NXT Women's Champion. At least that's one of the the, the things uh, that's going God around. Damn, Mamba Moon must be upset. But that's, I it makes, it's a thing, but it's I a think. beautiful story because you got to keep her in chase mode, which clearly she still was going to be with Asuka. But now you get it to be with you know somebody else. Wasn't there whispers of like a a female Royal Rumble in Horizon? Well, if they if they sign any any good number of these girls that are in for the Mae Young Classic, they're gonna have sufficient talent to do it. Because if they do, I I can see that being where Asuka Asuka makes a return. Maybe, maybe I don't know if I don't know if we're close enough though. I think we may still be one more Royal Rumble away from being able to have an all women yeah. Royal Rumble. And then it's, it's hard to have two Royal Rumble matches. At, I mean, I know they used to at one point when the brands were split. They did have. Like a Raw and a oh, yeah, SmackDown Rumble separately, but man, that's a lot. That's yeah, that's a lot. I don't imagine they'd do that. I don't know. I, if they were to do that, I think it would probably have to be at the NXT Takeover the night before Royal Rumble. I don't think they'd be able to pull off having two of those types of matches because they they'd naturally give short shrift to the women's one, and it'd be like fifteen minutes, and it wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't think you need more than a half hour for the women's one. To be honest with you, so I feel like they could pull two off. I mean, granted, it's probably right. But I, and I, you're probably thinking, I'm not going to sit there for a half hour and watch that. That's the issue. <laughs> but they could realistically because put are it they gonna realistically. Have, Are they going to have enough women that we know? No, that's what I'm saying. Was, yeah. I mean, I guess they could do a 20 person instead of a 30 or a 40. And maybe that's how they make it work. But right now, it's still, it, it still feels like there's only 12 women between the two main roster shows. <laughs> that much? I mean, and 12 might be a stretch. Shoot. So I mean, I there's, there's there's issues there, but hey, they've they've done a lot of first time things with the women in the last two years. So anything is is really possible. Even with, though they bought the money with the that, moment. hey, <laughs> but hey, at least now we have we have at least we still have a briefcase out there. If, <laughs> if it wasn't for that, if yeah. it wasn't for that, we wouldn't have a yeah, briefcase. We're all looking forward to Carmella being the women's champion on SmackDown. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with the money in the bank concept. They may screw it up from time to time, but generally speaking, the concept has worked more than it's failed. And no, it hasn't. Over over I, time, you don't think I it's don't worked really, more than I, it's failed? I don't really feel. Nah. Edge, CM Punk. Uh-huh, keep going. 
Hold on, give me a second. I know it's going to take some time. Oh, <laughs> shut up. Um, <laughs> no, having Randy Orton win it to kick off the Daniel Bryan redemption story. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot that ah, one. Ah, right, 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 right. Um, Having Dean Ambrose win it to set up the, the Shield triple threat. No, no, not feeling that one. Nope. Really? What did nope. we go? I felt we, we, we should have had it. It was a battleground. That's what I'm saying. Slam. That's the only issue. The ending of that whole thing was good. But, but at the beginning, you, you had no idea it was going to take that direction. Oh, no. Yeah. I knew the minute Dean Ambrose won <laughs> that he was cashing in that same night and they were going to end up in a triple threat. That Because you knew the shakeup was coming. You know the, well, the, the draft was coming. You knew there was no yeah. way they were going to keep those three guys on the same show. So, to me, I knew that was coming the minute Dean won. I, I, I tend to... Like, I messaged y'all at 9.30 and told y'all Shinsuke was going to lose and Brock was going to retain. So, so I've watched wrestling long enough to see Vince's stupidity coming a mile away. But, Nori, I feel like, for me personally, the only dude that I've really seen really benefit from this stuff in the Money in the Bank has been Edge and CM Punk. Do I need to, do I need to bring really, back up? Really, Hold on. I need to really see, no, y'all keep talking. I'm going to bring up my article because it wasn't I mean, just you, those you, two. You can go ahead, yeah, but I that's all I felt like really ben, benefited, like legitimately nah, you benefited. You called the Dean Ambrose the shield triple threat. That that saw, was the end result. Saw, but that but that was the mechanism to get there. Oh, oh, oh. I, I I will give I'll give it a bit to, to Dolph Ziggler before he got injured. Yes, Dolph was another it, one, but he, it was the injury part of it I'll that screwed it. that up. It wasn't it wasn't that and that, that moment was that, that was moment when he came out and they did the face turn the night after WrestleMania when he when he um retained when he gained the championship on Del Rio that see y'all you now you getting on my nerves <laughs> but um no I think. Generally speaking, in my opinion, it's worked more than it's failed. And I'm hoping this year is going to be a sketchy year, though. Between Carmella and between wasting it on Corbin, I think this is one of those times where there's a possibility that Vince could have a knee-jerk reaction and Money in the Bank doesn't exist next year. I think there's a very legitimate possibility. I hate that. I mean, I hate that because you know that's how Vince goes. But I hate that right. you're right. Like that's because I can, he could look at it and say, you know what? Like, this is worn out. Like this me. is worn out. It's usefulness. When we I, can, when, when Lexi said that, just not anything pop in my mind. But thank God NXT has come on once a week. Monix! <laughs> thank God look, NXT has come on once a week. When we start moving this podcast to Saturday morning, so we can cover <laughs> NXT instead of you know Raw and and, and SmackDown primarily. Don't be, be mad. So much better. Don't be mad. So much better. We're gonna have so much to say. Real like. <laughs> All NXT. Like I'm just saying, like even NXT's championship match was a beautiful story to be told. It yep. was from start to finish, including the ending with um, Adam Bobby. Was his hold on? Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish and yeah, Adam right. Cole jumping um, Drew McIntyre, which makes total sense because Adam Cole size wise does not look like a matchup for. Drew um, McIntyre, but when you put two other guys with him and he has a stable, then it it makes sense. Damn. And look at that, Triple H did that on the fly. Oh, I mean, well, yeah, because Cole Cole just signed what a week and a half, two weeks Not before. Even, yeah, like yeah, it, yeah, it, was, it was literally, I think, within the week of SummerSlam leading up to that NXT takeover was when they signed him. So yeah, I mean, I was very much just, working on the fly. Just, just give it, just give it to Triple H, Vince. Just, just. Do I it. mean, I thought just, I would, just make the move. I you never know, thought I would so be just the make the move. Say, oh my god, let Triple H run things, but <laughs> by now, let Triple H run it's things. It's so funny because this generation of fans, like I guess our generation of fans specifically, who grew up. During the the corporation, McMahon, Helmsley, that whole era, it's two-man power trip, the whole nine. Like, there was so much vitriol towards Triple H for the idea that he buried people and that he was, you know, he made matches the way he wanted it to go. The whole thing with him beating Booker T at WrestleMania, all of that. There was so (laughs) many things that happened with Triple H, and it's like now... 
for a lot of that same the same mm. people in that age group hey. 25 to probably 35 or 40 who are now like looking at Triple H as the savior of the main roster of WWE because of what he's doing in oh, NXT. And what he doing? <laughs> if you look back 10 15 years could you imagine could you have imagined that we'd be in that position? No. Not at all. No. So imagine I, I was just, I was imagine, just telling Javon. Yeah, imagine in 10 to 15 years when it's John Cena. You think John Cena is going to ever be in a position like that? No. Nah, exactly. I, I mean unless Vince has another daughter somewhere. Oh. I mean, I, the, you know. I mean, he treats John Cena like a son now. I mean, he, so he does. Music. I that's a I that's another conversation. I think because he's more, even though he's pursuing. Nah, he stuff, knew John Cena right. literally made him millions. Right? Dollars no, no, no legit. And let's see, but that's the thing. That's the, that's the one thing I always come back to. Wrestling fans have to remember: love it or hate it, whether you agree with it or not. If it wasn't for John Cena these last fifteen years. We might not have NXT. We might not have we the, not the have brand split. WWE. We may not have WWE because he was the only Boy. guy. Edge got injured and that had to retire. When you look at CM Punk not. left, Daniel Bryan got injured. And that's towards the latter end. But Batista left. Randy Orton kept getting suspended for doing stupidness. So when you look at it, the only guy who was clean enough, committed enough. <laughs> We'd have been left for Sheamus and, and Del Rio. Exactly. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> If you go back, who would have been champion if Cena wasn't there? And that's what I want every, everybody who, who craps on Cena. And granted, like I said, I Boy. went through my Cena hate phase. I get it. I don't discredit that's a, anybody. That's a but dog, when you take his career, when you take his career in totality, imagine what WWE would look like today if, for most of that time, we had a disinterested Batista or Edge who had to hang around because he he just couldn't do it or. Triple H still had to be in the main event because there was nobody else that was talented enough or hungry yeah. enough or or committed enough to the business to stick around. Um, imagine what wrestling would have been. Y'all think we would have hated. Y'all think we hated Triple H back then because that 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 was the That's only person who was still around. That yeah. that would have been all we had. Boy. So, in, and as I people, this I I hate to keep saying been knocking it, on but HBK door. <laughs> I know, right? They, they, I mean, they're still knocking on his door now, but. Imagine what rest. Imagine where WWE would be right now if Cena wasn't there for the last ten to fifteen years. And it's like, as much as I, I get it, there was a time there when I hated him too, because he, to me, he was just everything Lost. that we hated. But from the start of that CM Punk feud onward, which I think at this at this point is probably going back to about 2010, 2011, yeah. the last six or seven years of his career has been much different than the first nine and people will always say well you're talking about nine versus six but he is somebody who's evolved in the ring outside of the ring his approach to the business you know to me he is somebody who is necessary to bridge the gap between that generation and now we in a position now what are we going to do without somebody like that because roman reigns is not that currently and everybody else is still, as long as Vince is in charge, might still be, oh, he's not, you know, he's not big enough. That's why Brock is still the universal champion. Because you need, mm. in Vince's eyes, you need somebody like that to be legitimately carrying the title or carrying the business. So, I say all of that to say, as much as everybody wants to hit on Cena, be thankful for what you have, oh, have had yeah. in the last 15 years with him. Because you might not have the same WWE that you have right now if it wasn't for him. Yeah. I have to agree with you. Yeah, I I see no disagreement there. Like we we all want to go back and be like, oh my god, like we miss Rock and Austin and and that era. But you wouldn't have had that if you didn't have Hulk Hogan. And people like Hulk Hogan could not go in the ring. You imagine Prime Hulk Hogan going against any of these dudes: Seth, <laughs> Daniel Bryan, Bray Wyatt, Finn. Ba- that dude cannot. Re- 
but I understand that he was necessary during that time. He was somebody who yeah, made it popular, made it mainstream, and allowed there to be a breeding ground for a rock for an Austin. So it's the same way now. Cena being there for the last 10, 15 years is what allowed the breeding ground for a CM Punk. And Daniel Bryan, a Seth Rollins, a Dean Ambrose. Yes, everybody hates him. A Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah. You know, a break. Everybody doesn't hate him. You know. Everybody hates him. No, <laughs> no, no, everybody still hates him. No, because no, even, no, even when, even watching like Raw on Monday night, nobody, re- like, as much as they, everybody knew that Cena won the battle. You saw people was like, yeah, but that's just Cena and Roman. Who cares? And it's like, no, like right now, that's probably the most important feud on, yeah. in, in, in the main, on the main roster shows. Outside of, you know, if they decide to give Braun the title over Brock, that's the only other thing that could top that right now. Yeah. No, because I, you're, I, you're I, giving... I'll be there for it. I'm just, Braun over Brock? Oh, I'm 100% <laughs> there for it. I'm trying to figure out how they believably have Braun I don't beat Braun. The, oh, you know, oh, that's been on my mind. That's, how? But, I thought, that but, I, but I'm did, so prepared and, for the BS. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, though, I'm so we prepared are long-term it. wrestling fans. We I'm have so to be prepared, prepared for the BS. For we have to be. That's, just, like, that's just life. This my, it, come you know, you know that there's going to be some way. And maybe maybe it's that they move Braun into a different feud. So maybe somebody gets involved and that's where it branches off and, and they get Braun away from it. But right now, based on the events of SummerSlam, based on the events of the past six months... The story is perfect for Braun to win this title at No Mercy. Right. It is. They 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 got him over with the feud with Roman. They got him over with the big moments when him and Big Show fought, when he did the kip up, when he when they broke the ring, when he tilted over the ambulance, when he put Roman Reigns in the stretcher and threw him off the edge of the yeah. stage. You know, all of those things when he climbed out of the the, the ambulance after Roman literally tried to kill him. You know, all of those... Oh, I'm not finished with you yet. It's just so beautiful. But all of that, like, this is... If there's a story that that is built for a culmination in a title victory, it's his right now. More than anybody else on the roster. I agree. It it really should be Roman and Braun at WrestleMania and not Brock. I'd feel a lot more better with that than anything. I mean, I wouldn't mind it. I just, I'm, I'm, well, like I told y'all going into it, I, Brock to me was the one person who didn't have any need to win that match because I'm, I'm happy that he's defending it at no mercy, but like if he wins, he's probably going to disappear for any, another month or two and not show back up until Survivor Series mm-hmm. and then disappear until Royal Rumble and then maybe show up a couple of weeks before WrestleMania. To I think that's to- the hope because the stretch isn't that long between um, no mercy and Survivor Series is about a month and a half. They feel like they could go without Six, him that no, long. Yeah, I guess about 68 yeah. weeks. Yeah. So ah. they're, they're, also, they're gonna keep the title on the money, yeah. aren't they? Yep. Listen, yep. And we're gonna end up with Brock versus Roman at WrestleMania 30. Probably with Strowman in the match. He's earned his way into that match. I, that, I agree. If, if 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 that that I'm not mad at Strowman being in that match, even if that's just a mechanism for how right. Roman ends up winning. But I mean, I hate to say it like this. If they give me a rematch of that uh SummerSlam match about uh, Fatal 4 Way. I think, yeah. I think Joe that was the best Fatal 4 Way I've seen in quite Joe some time. My only that. concern is I feel like that was probably the only opportunity Joe had legitimately to win the title. Mm. Because I think you get Brock and Roman, you get probably a, a, a restart of the Roman versus Strowman feud. And I don't think, I think there's going to be, especially now that he's injured for the next month. If they don't bring him back in the same vein that he was, 
he's going to get lost in the shuffle. And I think that SummerSlam might have been his one legitimate opportunity. That that might have been the highest point that Joe gets to on the main roster. And that's sad to think about it, but it's possible. It is, but I, the fan in me is saying that there's another opportunity for Samoa Joe because he is talented. He is. I think it's no way you, I, you, you, you look I over. I think they go through with the Joe and Cena feud. You think they get mm, back to I, it? I, I back to now, it look. Like, Joe and Cena and WrestleMania, I'd be there for that. Especially if, if that's a, a good coronation moment for Joe, I'd be all there for that. Because, I mean, at this point, Cena has to start losing the people at WrestleMania and giving them those moments. Right. Like, he's been doing it at SummerSlam, which is fine, but you need to start losing meaningful matches on that stage in order to legitimately push people into the next yeah. stratosphere. And he's really the only... With Taker retired or whatever they keep saying you know possibly retired but with Taker retired Cena's the only guy right now on Cena and Brock and Brock has been in such a annoying place because he keeps disappearing with the title for months at a time I mean the man got other things to do I mean he ain't a full time wrestler you knew this coming in yeah I mean hopefully this is the last bit hopefully he goes back to, to UFC and like so, John Jones breaks his leg or something he never mm, wrestles again no they got the if them two guys ever have a match, it's it could be, be a WWE match. Yeah. You yeah, might as well understand that. Yeah, it will. Yeah. Because one day you never stop. Bones ain't never stop taking drugs. <laughs> that's so that's clear. Yeah, I mean, that's that, clear. that match is clear. That's, that's, that's so, so very clear. And, hey. and, that man addicted. And yeah, so clearly, clearly, I <laughs> guess it'll be in... It'll, but see, it's not the same thing in a WWE ring, though. It yeah. isn't, but that's where it could be. Hey. <laughs> I mean, at that point, you might as well just go throw them in some random arena like Floyd and, and Kwano. Well, that made millions of dollars, so... Yeah. Just let it happen. Yeah. What? Just we, we one point that. on on Connor and Floyd. I honestly think that Floyd just was like, I'm going to just chill. I got to let this run a little while. So people could think like this was a real legitimate match. So, when, so? when they look back at my 50, you know, they can say that last one was like a, a, a rip off. That wasn't even the that, I think that's the only like, reason he didn't, he didn't, he didn't like, put him down in the first two rounds. You think he could have put Connor down could've. in the first two rounds? I think Floyd could have. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I think it's I think that match that that match could have gone two to four rounds with Floyd winning easily if that was because he was playing it a little bit more aggressively. But it's like it was almost like all right, let me just let him tie himself out, tie himself, tie himself. But I think he, I think he could have put him down in the first two rounds. I think it might have been a more dangerous approach. But he to get a shit knock on him. But <laughs> but but I think I, I'm I, just I, I think I, put it this way. The outcome of that match was yeah, the best possible outcome for yeah, everybody involved. Definitely. Floyd gets to say that his 50th win wasn't a fluke because he ran 10 rounds. Connor gets to say, I ran 10 rounds in my first professional boxing match with possibly the greatest pound-for-pound fighter of all time. Mm-hmm. And Floyd gets to come, and everybody gets to make money. So at the end of the day, like, yeah. I, said, I, like I told one of my friends on Sunday, I was like, those dudes, two dudes probably sitting up on a beach somewhere in the Caribbean, kicking no, back, drinking certainly, Doritos certainly or, that's or what margaritas. They are. Without a doubt. Certainly that's what you they're know, doing. Surrounded by like, strippers. But and like whatever, you, you know? like we made like, this, we like actually that, made this work. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, can you see if they fell but, for it? <laughs> but like you said, Floyd Mayweather took the best possible route wow. because if he did step to Conor McGregor in a rush oh, to no, try he, and finish, he, no, he would have no. been I'm a, a, a job away from death. I think McGregor had to been tired. Mm. Like, you it, see it, it needed for him to be tired to actually step in. Yeah. Like, you no. don't step in with a... And, and that's why, you know, as much as people hate on... I, I know this is a wrestling <laughs> podcast, but as much as people hate on Floyd, Floyd's approach to his matches have always been the best possible Slow approach for him to come out with the victory. Slow and and so that may not always be the most exciting boxing match for people who just want to see dudes so get knocked out. the hell out. Yeah. But 
It's why he's never taken a loss. And just a reminder for everybody out there, Floyd is 51 and 0 because he beat Big Show at WrestleMania a few years back. So it's actually 51 and 0. Just just to point that out, since this is a wrestling podcast. Hey, I mean, they use that every time they have a chance. I'm just saying. I know. They show that in every WrestleMania, you know, recap, preview situation. They so, they Whatever so mainstream attention count. they could get. That got to count. <sighs> well, that's I think that's about it for this week. I'm just the, happy you got in the boot this week. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, no. been, it's yeah, been it's very been challenging. very challenging. Yeah, it's man, been it's very been challenging. challenging. But yeah, it's. I think you want to do the sign off that you normally do. Yeah. So that's it for this week. I think this is episode nine of Off the Top Turn, Off the Turnbuckle. Sorry, I gotta get the name right. <laughs> um, but y'all know the drill: like, share, subscribe, do the whole thing. OTTB out. Please let me see.